Hey friend, this is Shelby, host of the Resilient Podcast. I believe that every woman should have what she needs to feel confident. Each experience looks different, but that doesn't mean we have to be alone. What if as women, we came together and had real conversations that strengthened each other to go deeper with God and go further in life? I don't know about you, but that's what I'm here for. Let's do this together. Hello, Resilient Ladies. This is Shelby Mossman here with the Resilient Podcast, and I just want to start off by wishing you a very Merry Christmas. We are getting so close to Christmas. This week, this weekend is actually Christmas, and I don't know about you, but I absolutely love this holiday. I think a big piece of it that I really love is the fact that it's a time of rest, typically, but then also um, it's a time of just like joy and bringing life and excitement and just everything about the season seems to bring life for me. And so that's something I really love about Christmas. It just it elevates my mood. Um, and especially this year after a very tough year for many of us, I think that Christmas was a much needed thing and the joy that it brings was so desired by all of us. And so I don't know about you, but I am so excited to be in this week. And um, I'm actually currently traveling. We uh, were able to head home to be with family this Christmas, which is amazing. We've been away for over a year and definitely missed our, our immediate family and extended relatives and everything. So we've been blessed to be able to be with them this year. And so I am actually recording this podcast from the inside of my dad's car. <laughs> it is the quietest place that I can find on this trip. And so I I was going to wrap up the podcast because I will be taking uh, several weeks off from the podcast here. But I wanted to give you guys one more episode to kind of finish off the year and kind of tie it all in a bow. And just some final thoughts that I was having on Christmas. And I actually wanted to speak into this idea of Emmanuel, which means God with us. And so It was something that was resonating on my heart and I did not feel like I could finish off this year and take my break without sharing this with you guys. And so that's what we're going to be talking about today. God with us, which I think is so important in this time, um, in this year of finishing off 2020 and in the midst of uh, many, many of us still being in very restricted environments when it comes to being able to see one another and spend time with people and many are still in isolated um, places. And so um, this idea of God with us is so important. Emmanuel, oh, just hearing the word Emmanuel, it just actually resonates in my heart. And I don't know if you feel that yourself, but I can feel his presence even right now as I speak the name Emmanuel, uh, because I think there's so much weight to it. And so I'm actually pulling out of Matthew one i I'm going to start there and it says the virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel. And in lots of translations, it says right after that, which means God with us. Uh, God's greatest desire or his greatest longing is to be with his people. And you can see that. And to see that fully, you actually have to go back to Adam and Eve, to the first people he ever created, to see that from the very beginning, God's greatest desire was to be among his people. That's why he would walk with them. And he spent so much time with Adam and Eve, walking and talking and spending time with them. And I 
yeah, it's so, so powerful to even picture that. I knew, I knew, um, God loved me growing up. Uh, if you've heard me speak on our podcast before, I've shared little bits of my story here and there, but I knew God, I came from a Christian home. Um, but it wasn't till much later in life that I still, or I started to understand that God really enjoyed me. He enjoyed being with me. He longed for my presence, just like my being longs for his presence. And it took me a long time to figure that out or to actually wrap my mind around that being a reality that um, he longs to be with you. He longs to be with me. And um, if you have never heard that, I hope that encourages you even today that God longs to be near you. He longs for you to turn your attention toward him because he's already there. He's already here waiting. He, like, he's extended himself towards us. And I, I've said this so many times, but he longs for us. And I know that you long for him. You wouldn't be listening to this podcast if you didn't long for him. And it's just so cool that it's reciprocated for us. Um, but yeah, you can see that. God desired to be with his people ever since the beginning of time and ever since he had relationship with Adam and Eve, the very first human beings. And the the... The gospel in this and what the story you know, you and I both know, is that sin separated us from God. Sin, when Adam and Eve chose sin and we um, we became sinful beings, it separates us. Our sin genuinely separates us from God in his perfection. But God did not want to leave it there. Because this longing, even with sin in the world, did not change. This longing for closeness with humans, with with us as people, with his children, the ones that he loves, it didn't change because we were sinful and broken. He actually still desires that. And so as soon as that took place, he set in motion a plan for us to be redeemed and brought back into relationship and a way for us to be with him again. And you and I both know that that is through his son, Jesus. He sent his son, Jesus, in a manger to start this plan of redemption, of bringing us back into relationship with him. And it's so powerful because the Christmas story of that baby in a manger is actually the catalyst for God's redemption story. The Christmas story is the catalyst for the redemption story of Jesus. And we at Christmas, regardless of how it started or how it was adopted, we celebrate as Christians, we celebrate the fact that Jesus was sent by his father to the earth to start the tangible plan of redeeming relationship with God so that we as his children could come into relationship and we could be near to him forever. And we celebrate this at Christmas time. You guys know the whole story. Jesus grew up, he never sinned and he paid with his life on the cross. He died for us. And then he was raised from the dead and he, in that very act alone, defeated death. And that is what allows us to have relationship with God and spend eternity with him in heaven. This is, this is why we celebrate Christmas. And all of it is due to the fact that God longs to be with us. That's why. That's why we are celebrating. Aside from all the bells and whistles and gifts and beautiful things that come with this season that I love... When I narrow it down and simplify and go back to the reason I'm even celebrating at all is because God 
longed so deeply to be with me and to be with you that he chose to send his own son to pay for our sins, defeat death, and draw us back into a relationship with him where we can actually stand righteous as if we have never sinned. And then when Jesus left earth, he left us the Holy Spirit so that we would never have to be without him, so that we would never have to be separated from God again. And at the end of time, God's intention is to bring heaven to earth and make his home among his people. That's the ultimate plan. The end of time, like that, that is the finish line, is God's intention to bring heaven to earth and make his home among us. Revelation 21, 3 through 5 says, And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Look, God's dwelling place is now among the people. And he will dwell with them. They will be his people and God himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain. For the old order of things has passed away. He who was seated on the throne said, I am making everything new. Just that phrase alone is so healing to my heart. It's such a good reminder that that is God's intention, is to bring heaven to earth, to bring the the kingdom of heaven on the earth. And he's going to make everything new. He's going to wipe away every tear and there will be no more pain and no more loneliness, no more crying, no more fear, no more brokenness. He intends and he plans and he will not just good intentions but he will he has promised that he is going to make everything new and I don't know about you but right now in this year more than ever that is so healing to my heart to be reminded of this and if you have forgotten this oh I pray I pray that you remember this today I pray that this reminds your heart that this is not all. That what we see right now, what we're experiencing, what we're walking through, this is not the end. This is not how it ends. We have the redemption plan that has already been set in motion and we are just a piece of that. We get to partake in that. And God longs for us so much that someday he plans to come and live among us. This is the ultimate expression of Emmanuel, the hope that we have. This is our hope. This is why we celebrate Christmas. Baby Jesus brought that hope to all mankind, and that's why God said, you will name him Emmanuel, which means God with us, because he was here among us on the earth. But then he also left his Holy Spirit. And then it was such a picture of what he intends to bring. A glimpse into what he intends, how he intends to live among his people. And God offers us so much as we come into this relationship with him. Like I basically just shared with you guys the gospel or I reminded you of the gospel you already know and and maybe you've never heard this redemption story. And if that's you, oh, please reach out to me. 
You can send me a message on our Instagram page at Resilient for the Women. You can send me an email at info at resilientforthewomen.com. I'd love to talk more with you if you've never heard this redemption story, but maybe you're sitting here and you have, and it's just a good reminder. But this leads into so much more. God offers us so much as we come into relationship with him. As Emmanuel, he offers us so much. And I actually remember... um, being on an outreach. So my husband and I, uh, we work at a ministry where we, uh, we train young people, uh, to grow in their faith with the Lord. And then we take them overseas on outreaches, uh, to many different countries. And, um, I believe we were in Guatemala at the time. And I remember being exhausted. We had met, or we had led outreach after outreach after outreach in a row where we were away for months at a time, leading teams of, uh, yeah, like 15 to 20 students at a time, um, away from family, away from friends, away from, uh, just like anything that would be, um, I guess normal or carnal or anything that would be comfortable, (laughs) like living very uncomfortably and, um, laying down a lot. And that's not to like boast in these things that I've done, but no, that's to show you like a glimpse into where I was at. And, I remember day after day I would be struggling because I was getting pretty burnt out and I was laying down my life, but my heart was burning down or burning out. Sorry, not burning down. My heart was burning out and I was struggling in personal areas and it was putting strain on our marriage in different ways. And it was very hard for me. And day after day I would struggle, but I wouldn't run to the Lord. I, I almost had this resistance in me to spend time with him or to be around him, to read my Bible or to like give him any attention at all or to like engage the Holy Spirit within me. I, I chose over and over again, day after day, even in the midst of being so run down and exhausted and, and like lonely in some ways. And I chose not to turn to him and I wouldn't really spend time with God. And I remember one morning we were in a time of worship with our whole team and I was sitting there again, just like drained and dead and like so lifeless in some ways and yet doing ministry day after day. And I remember sitting there and the Lord spoke to me. He's like, Shelby, everything that you need to overcome this, everything that you need to have new life, everything that you need is found in me. And yet you're not coming to me. And it wasn't a condemning thing. It was such a beautiful invitation. And he's like, he's inviting me through that statement. Shelby, I'm like, I'm here. Everything that you need is found in me. And that's such a powerful reminder even when I do this at different points in my life because I don't know maybe you're you're a perfect Christian but I do this at different points when I struggle I have this resistance and I don't know if you're like me but I push myself away from God and I get frustrated and I want distance and I don't want to put in the extra work that it takes to engage the Holy Spirit or to use some of those tools that God has already given me And then God reminds me so gently and so kindly and so full of love that everything I need is found in him. And when God sent his son Jesus, he wasn't just offering us eternal life. He actually was offering us everything that we need that is found in him. That promise, everything that we could ever need or desire or want is found in him. And he 
he promises us that eternity, but he promises abundant life. And that's a whole nother topic that I will get into at a different time, but he promises us abundant life. And I believe that this promise of Emmanuel and even this verse where it talks about Emmanuel, um, that I'm about to read, it actually gives us a glimpse into some of the things that God offers us. And so it's Isaiah 9, 6, and it says, For unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. Emmanuel, God with us, it has so many meanings. But I believe that this verse points out four of those main meanings. The wonderful counselor, the Holy Spirit. He is a mighty God, everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. And I want to just take a few minutes to explore what each of these mean for us right now and what he offers us through this God as Emmanuel. So I want to start with wonderful counselor. John 14, 16 and 26 says this, And I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever, the Holy Spirit of truth. But the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. Also, this is also called the counselor. Jesus He left us with the Holy Spirit when he left our helper, our counselor, our advocate. And he is so wonderful. He is this wonderful counselor. He helps us with whatever we need. He gives us a direction, like a voice behind us. It says in a different passage in Isaiah, you will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. The Holy Spirit helps us and the Holy Spirit is available to you and to me. He is there. All you have to do is speak to him, to turn your attention to him. And the more you do this, the easier it will get to feel his closeness, to hear his voice, to know his heart. I know it can feel like God is distant. And even right now, maybe you are feeling more lonely than ever before. And maybe you're sitting there going, yeah, I don't feel God's presence. I don't feel his nearness. I don't know that he is this wonderful counselor. In a time where we need counsel and help unlike ever before, I can promise you he is there. All you have to do is turn your attention to him. All you have to do is engage with him. Even just take a few moments and start to speak to him. The Holy Spirit is within you. Even like rest your hands on your like stomach area and just, it helps me acknowledge that he's there, that he actually physically exists within me. And I speak to him and I just tell him like, Holy Spirit, I thank you for your presence. I thank you that you are near. I need you. And as I do that, as I turn my attention to him, my spirit starts to awaken and connect with the Holy Spirit. So I just encourage you, the Holy Spirit is there and he needs, or not he needs you, he is there when you need him and he desires relationship with you. He is there to show you what you need to know, to guide you and to pour out his spirit over you that you would be strengthened in your inner man. And that actually leads me right into the next part, which is mighty God. God is all powerful. 
Nothing is too big for our God. And he actually lends that strength to us. Like I mentioned, like him pouring out his spirit over you to help you be strengthened in your inner man. He lends his strength to us as this mighty God. Isaiah 40, 29 through 31 says, He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even when youths grow tired and weary and young men stumble and fall, those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. I don't know about you, but guys, I came into this week almost like crawling into the week going like more weary than ever maybe before in my life very tired and weary of this week or sorry of this year weary of this year of what this year has brought you know the challenges that we have each walked through and navigating and adjusting our lives to fit new protocols or to adjust to maybe your teaching your kids from home or your job has gone fully online or maybe you haven't seen a loved one that you are so dependent on or like bring so much life to you maybe you have not been able to see them in months maybe you have just come to the reality that you won't be seeing any family over this Christmas season when you were already exhausted and lonely and tired and ready to be held in arms that are so loving maybe that's you And I know that was me coming into this season, into this Christmas season. I was weary from this year. And the reality is this Christmas may not be full of joy. Maybe it's not going to be merry and bright. And for many people, this holiday season is going to bring turmoil and stress, maybe even financial stress, loneliness. That might be you this year, or maybe not even just 2020, but maybe most years Christmas is not enjoyable for you. I want to tell you right now that God is Emmanuel. He is with you. And as the mighty God, he is extending his strength to you when you have grown weary. In the areas where you feel that you cannot go on, he is extending himself to you as a strong and mighty God. And he is saying, I am giving you my strength. Just tap into it and it's yours. Those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. Your hope is in the Lord. I know it. I know you're sitting there. I know you. Your hope is in the Lord. And you are going to have your strength renewed. You can run and not grow weary and you can walk and not be faint. Not because of your circumstances being great. Not because of, oh, just in a moment, in a flash, it's all better. No, because you hope in the Lord and he promises to renew your strength. So I want to encourage you, press into him this Christmas season and let him be your strength where you are weak. He is also an everlasting father. God is a good father that loves his children and he wants to give good gifts to us. Everlasting, it literally means never ending. He is a father that isn't going anywhere, that will never leave or forsake you, and will never disappoint you. I know for a lot of us, holidays mean family and maybe family is not 
a peaceful place for you or a, a place of safety. Maybe you don't have much family at all. Maybe you do have a great family, but you're not able to see them. Maybe this year you're facing Christmas alone or Christmas without a loved one that you have lost that maybe this Christmas is going to be really painful without them. But the, the beauty of our God as Emmanuel is that he is an everlasting father. He loves us unconditionally better than any family member or earthly, earthly relationship can love us. He actually is wrapping himself around you wrapping his arms around you and he desires you to draw close and hold you. He wants to hold you in his arms. When others put you down, he's going to lift you up. When relationships are broken or maybe just distant, maybe even they're just not going to satisfy you, he is all that you need. And I don't want to discredit from the real pain you're walking through or just say, suck it up. Jesus is your everything. No, I I acknowledge, I want you to know, I, I see your pain and I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that you have to walk through this year alone or this Christmas without that person you love or maybe you've lost a lot this year and I'm so, so sorry. But the pain that we carry does not take away from the fact that God is there and he is near and he desires to hold you if you will allow him to do so. Allow yourself to receive this everlasting, unconditional love of the Father. He is also our Prince of Peace. And I don't know about you, but for me, Christmas time is exciting, but it also can be super busy And maybe this year it's not as busy as usual for you. Maybe it is just totally normal for you. And it's crazy and busy and so many odds and ends to finish out a year and start another year and things to wrap up before you go into like holiday mode or maybe deadlines that are stressful. I don't know what it looks like for you, but I know that I long for peace more than ever and this year even more so as we've walked through like yeah as we've carried different burdens I think this year than we have in the past I think each of us longs for peace in real personal ways and a tangible peace not just a peace that's like oh yeah he's my prince of peace no like a a peace that that is tangible that I can implement and I can grab hold of and I can feel in my life that transcends my mind and my thoughts and my circumstances. And I long for that peace. And so as we look back over the year and we reflect on the struggles, but also the joys and maybe failures and, and even victories mixed into this year, we truly desire this peace as it comes to a close. Or at least I do. And we want to rest and regain that peace over the holidays and hopefully carry that into 2020. But what I have found in my fight for peace more than anything else, uh, both this year and many others, is that there really is only one thing that brings us peace, and that is fixing our eyes on Jesus. Fixing my attention on Jesus and bringing us ourselves before him, bringing myself before his throne and allowing God and his presence to permeate every part of our hearts with his peace. 
And I know for me, that is the only possible way that I can have access to this peace is through fixing my attention, not on what I'm walking through, not on the struggles, not on the trials, not even on the beauty and the joy, but to lift my eyes and focus on Jesus and recognize that he is the one that's going to bring me peace. Isaiah 26, three says, you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. And so I think it is a challenge even to us in this time where it is not peaceful. I believe God is inviting us into a place of trust unlike ever before. And we have to choose where are we putting our trust? Where are we focusing our trust? Are we focusing our trust and handing that trust over to our government? Are we handing it over to what our friend says? Are we handing it over to our even our church pastor? our church community, all those things are great and all those things are needed. But I believe that unlike ever before, God is inviting us to trust him to a depth that we've not experienced. And as we grab hold of this Emmanuel, God with us, we will get to experience his peace. And this is the only true peace. Make no mistake, there are other things that bring fleeting peace And I don't even know if that would be the right word for it. Uh, Maybe it would be better called security or peace of mind. No, this is the only true peace. This God as Emmanuel. We can't control our circumstances. You can't control your situation or your relationships. What you can control is where you focus your peace and where you're spending time. Let that be with the Prince of Peace. So I just want to wrap up this podcast um, just with encouraging you as you come into this week, uh, whether you're going to be with family, enjoying big meals and uh, quality time, whether you're going to be alone, whether you're going to be with just your immediate family or maybe just one other person, do not forget Emmanuel. God desires to be with you. And I want to encourage you to let him be the focus and the center of your Christmas. Allow yourself to be with him. And don't forget that he is always with you. And he longs to pour himself out over your life. He wants to permeate each and every aspect. He wants to be with you and dwell among us. Not just next to us, but among us, like within us. So allow him to be the center. Invite him into that rightful place that God has. I hope that you're encouraged with this this revelation that I've had of this God is Emmanuel. I hope that maybe in a, a, a weird year like 2020 has been, that we're able to refocus our attention on who he is. And draw ourselves back into his presence. Because honestly guys. That's going to be the only thing. I think we can head into 2021 going. Yeah we're done with 2020. But nothing will change. If our hearts are not fixed on him. And so let this be our invitation. Into his presence. And let us invite him. Into our midst. All right, ladies. I hope you have a wonderful Christmas. Enjoy the rest of this week. Like I said before. I will be taking um several weeks off with the podcast uh, 
I will still be on social media here and there. I'd love to connect with you. Um, but I hope you enjoy this Christmas time. I hope you feel encouraged um, today and going forward. And feel free to check out past episodes that you haven't had a chance to listen to if you would like more content over the next couple weeks. And I will be back in the new year with more content that is going to be super exciting, new topics, new guests that I am looking forward to. And so I hope you end this year well, and I look forward to this next year, 2021, with you resilient ladies. Thanks for hanging out today. If you enjoyed this podcast, make sure to subscribe and leave a review. I also want to let you know that I've written an ebook called Refreshing Your Prayer Life. This is a tool that I'd love for you to have access to. You can download this free ebook by following the link in the episode notes below. Let's chat again soon.